Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sent shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union. It's time for your favorite show, the official The Orville Podcast. As always, it's me, your captain, Greggy Hochsteller, here with the greatest crew in the entire universe. Uh, we've got security officer, first mate, Miranda Fisher with us. Alex Arborday, everybody. <laughs> we've got alien expert and first mate, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Happy Alex Arbor Day, and I, sir, to all my uh, space sailors, <laughs> as I call them. <laughs> Ooh. That's really good. Are they? Uh, who, who are the space sailors? Anyone with a ship sailing the <laughs> sea, the sea of space. Oh, okay. The solar wind at their sails. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we've also got. Okay, you guys have been hearing from this guy week in and week out. Love we've been guy. following the saga. Um, we, we've been saying over and over again, get Erica TV, get Erica TV. Heartbreaking. But so far, it has not happened, like, whatsoever. Like, nobody has sent him any money, um, including us, but we thought we were doing our part by just advertising. We assumed the, the listeners were going to take care of this. Um, so now we're really doing it. This is the telethon episode for our friend Eric mm-hmm. Donaldson. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. Um, uh, you know, happy Alex Arbor Day. Uh, hashtag give Eric Kelly's TV. That's what we're all here about, you know? Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah. Why hasn't Kelly given you, I guess we don't have to get into it yet if you don't want, but why hasn't Kelly given you her TV yet? I mean, you know, why, why hasn't Kelly done a lot of things? Like, mm. yeah. Week in and out. It's, mm. uh, <clears throat> That's she's really Kelly. selfish. She's probably been watching, yeah. you know, like Friends or something this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like her. <laughs> or Dexter. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> she's picking up tips. <laughs> yeah, so your TV, the status on that, that's still in the lake, Eric? Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, they have not dredged it out. They keep telling me they're going to come out but you know how the state is and especially how the county is they they just yeah they they're fighting me it's just a bunch of red tape I'm just i'm just, I'm just trying to get my tv out and well it's it's terrible because tv and like it commonly falls it's right on that borderline of state and county jurisdiction <laughs> yeah so you're gonna have so you're gonna have the state over there like 
we'll we'll take it from here. We got our scuba guys ready to go. Right. And then county rolls in, says, uh uh uh, this is in our county. Yeah, yeah. this happens all the time. Yeah, it's total yeah. jurisdictional mess. And mean, everybody's meanwhile, arguing you, arguing about who gets to get the TV out of the lake for Eric. Everybody wants to be the one to do it themselves. <laughs> they want to go on the press tour. They want to stand in front of the podium, answer media questions on how the methods they used. Um, if 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 the TV even seems salvageable, that'll be a big break. Um, yeah, because we're all dying to know. Meanwhile, poor Eric is sitting back. He can't even watch the Orville. Mm-hmm. Nope, never. Mm. It's, it's all so- just like Twitter. And screenshots for me. <laughs> so yeah. So so what we're understanding is that you you haven't been able to watch any of it, and thank God for podcasts, right? Yeah, um, I, I, I've been champing at the bit. You know, like by the time I get to this, I'm I'm probably going to watch them all at once. Like you know, mm-hmm. like like binging, like you do with food. You know, but like instead with Ooh. like TV show I watch. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's I, a really I've, interesting interesting concept. Yeah, I've heard binging is bad, but when I get a good show, it's like just like a pasta, like a really long noodle, and I'm just, <laughs> yeah, you know. Like Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Who's the other side of the Lady and the Tramp? I don't know, like, yeah, someone else binging. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe maybe just, the person in the show, like Captain Orville, is on I, the other yeah, end. Yeah, I was thinking Ooh. it was Seth, maybe. Seth is on the other side. And when you get when you finally uh, finish binging that that Orville noodle, you you get to kiss Seth on the lips. Well, if Seth's on the other side, I'm definitely the tramp because <laughs> I, I would never describe Seth like that. <laughs> Probably a lot of listeners out there are wondering where's Tim at. Um, you may have seen him like uh, doing tweets this week and stuff, uh, but I he's don't think not any here listeners again. have been wondering where oh, Tim really? is. No. I mean, I, I think been, the ship has sailed. Uh, well, okay. Well, well, you're a hardcore fan, though. Just a little, because he, he at some point this week emerged to say that he thought I was his favorite fan for one day. And, like, it just really made my life. For, for someone who doesn't have a TV like me, <laughs> it's, it's just a real dream, you know? Someone who kind of used to be on a podcast, just <laughs> like you know, it's it's a real honor. Yeah, it's hard to tell without a numbers guy, but it seems like he may not have been on more episodes than he has been on. But who knows? Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you who's never missed an episode: uh, Greggy and me. Yeah, yeah, it would be tough to do it without me since I do the editing, but it would be even tougher <laughs> to do it without Miranda, the best yeah, the member. security guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to feel safe. We've talked about this. There's a certain, uh, you're allowed to get everybody, it's, it's much easier to find your groove if you're not worried about being vandalized or whatnot, you know, or yeah. your, your shields dropping, so to speak. Right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Tim was out of the hospital for a little while this week, uh, but then he was driving in his car. Actually, I was in the car with him. I think we all of us were in the car. Um, he yeah. was driving. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Remix to Ignition came on, and uh, then when the, when the guy, the host of the radio show, you know, said what the song was and who it was by R. Kelly, 
Um, that made him think about Kelly. He, a whole thing went off in his head. He relapsed. Uh, he, he's, he remembered that there's no more episodes for like probably six months or more. Um, and we had to put him back in the hospital. So he's back in the hospital again. Um, for his own safety. Uh, like he, he did crash his car and, and it's g- wonderful that all of us, uh, made it through safely. Like nobody got injured. I, I didn't think, hear about that. It wasn't on the news or anything. Well, the thing is, uh, Miranda was so good at security. She kept uh, the police away and also she made sure none of us got injured. So, uh, that was all thanks to her. That's so important. <laughs> yes. Tim, we're praying the- for you. Thank you. It is important. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we like, we like Miranda, but in general, we just say fuck the police. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, let me see. Let me look at the numbers. Okay, so far, we, we've received no donations for Eric's TV. Um, so okay, please, guys, folks. Feel free to call in Splatchub AI. Just give us your credit card information over the phone. We have the technology to process it. Don't worry about that. Mother's maiden name and uh, last words of your social, they're all city, helpful. City you were born is key. It's crucial to this operation. Uh, if you call in and you don't tell us the city you were born in, we're hanging up. Okay. <laughs> but yes. But first, you have to call in. So do that first, and then we'll yes, hang call up. in, yeah, please, yes, call please. Flat job AI. Um, official Orville dot space. There's nothing you can click on on that to donate money. <laughs> but uh, we don't I guess have an Amazon. Just go Amazon tie-in. Like, like an Amazon wish list that's just a TV. <laughs> a TV. The only thing on it. Well, yeah. it should be every TV. Give the you know, give them some options. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. We're still deciding, do we want to cover this season finale or not? Because the way I see it is like, until I actually watch it, it's not real. Like, it's it's not it, mm-hmm. it hasn't happened. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. put off the show being over for this season. Um, I, I, I just don't feel ready yet to watch this episode. I, I don't want to say goodbye to all my friends, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think we, we can't cover this episode this week, you guys. I'm no. certainly not ready. Yeah. And by that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not ready because I have not watched <laughs> the show. Right. So. Yeah. The same. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Uh, it, the next new Orville content is going to be in, you know, at least six months. I'm hoping they can do like a six month kind of shoot and to air kind of situation here. But, uh, if, if it's any longer, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to watch it maybe three months out, uh, kind of split the difference, uh, with my Orville content. Cause I'm, I'm going to go crazy. Um, these yeah, three, three months, months are going to be hard. Three months seems a little soon to me. I don't know yeah. if I'll be ready. And I have to get caught up on all of them from the beginning. <laughs> so, like, the finale is almost out of question. Like, yeah. Yeah, what if we had Eric on and we made him watch the finale first? Oh, my God. Like, he would be able to follow it easily because he's been listening to this right. podcast and we <laughs> go over everything that happens in, in tr- intricate detail. But... uh yeah, it just wouldn't be fair to him. Like he wouldn't be able to tell who the characters were by sight because he only knows them from hearing about them. You know what? That could be a fun 
game to play with Eric if we if we name a character and have him describe what what he might think they look like. Okay, I like this. That could be fun. And this will really get the donations flowing, I think, <laughs> yes. once the people yes. hear this. <laughs> I would like to challenge our listeners to pledge, let's say, $100 for every one that Eric gets right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and yeah. I'm going to match... I'm going to match every dollar up to $5. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin. Eric, I really want you to get this TV. And, you know, this means so much to me having you here. This is why we're doing this. This is, everybody knows this is Fan Appreciation Week here at the Orville Podcast, (laughs) official Orville Podcast. And, um, we just want to say thank you, and that's why I'm putting that. Five, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and I'm putting that five dollars straight to you, buddy. Thank you so much. This has been my dream, and you know, it, if when I get a TV out of this, it'll just make everything all worth it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and TVs—they're not that expensive, so we can be. <laughs> yeah, we can, absolutely. Can we get there pretty soon? Um, yeah. Just a couple calls, even maybe. So let's. Uh, I guess let's play this game. <laughs> Okay, um, so we're gonna we're each of us will name a character and then you'll describe what the person looks like. Okay, Eric. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna pick my favorite, John Lamar. I mean, you know, my favorite besides Captain Marvel. John Lamar. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yo, know, uh, describe him. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you to do. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you. Sorry, I was just stalling. <laughs> I'm going to say John Lamar is he he like wears this blue outfit um and he is like very tall uh very nice. I'm going to say. Uh you know, he is nice. So I feel like you should get some some partial credit for that. The rest of it was not accurate to what <laughs> oh, okay. John Lamar looks like. But you are correct that he is nice and he looks nice. So I think that counts. I would okay. say, yeah. So if anybody, Greggy, has anybody called in? Because they'll have to give a hundred dollars because you got that right. Uh, let Fingers me take... crossed. <laughs> uh, no, no callers so far. Oh. Okay. Uh, they, they drive a tough bargain. I, I was afraid. <laughs> I, I was afraid Eric was going to say um, John Lamar is obese because uh, you know he drinks so much soda all the time in the yes. first episode. <laughs> luckily, luckily he didn't fall for that trap. No, I didn't make that leap. <laughs> okay, I think Kevin's next. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to choose Dr. Claire Finn. <laughs> um, let's see, Dr. Claire Finn. Um, she, uh, she's kind of like a lady, I'm going to say, maybe middle-aged, sort of. She, she's kind of got some green mm. stuff going in or through her. For maybe maybe in in a vision only or something, but yeah. And other other than that, she definitely looks like a lady doctor. That was really impressive. I don't think yeah, we've ever. Really 
I don't think we've ever mentioned on the show, but she she has a little lock of green hair in her in her hair all the time. Uh, oh, I thought that was about Yafit. Oh yeah, being... that's true too. But she does have the green hair, and I, mm-hmm. I as you really? were saying that, I was thinking, yeah. wow, we've never mentioned that before. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, she yeah. does have a a bit of Yafit. It could be. <laughs> Sorry, was that Kevin? Where are we losing him? So that we we mentioned it's wild, really good. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, your connection is fucking up. Sorry, that's okay. This is all staying in the show, right? <laughs> yeah, this is one of our most popular segments. I don't know if you've heard the show before, but I mean, I was I was curious what got cut. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, there was a, uh, I think it was like three weeks ago or something like that. Okay. And and I did a mean thing where <laughs> instead of cutting every mention of it out, <laughs> I left in part where we referenced cutting it out. So <laughs> yeah. That was rude of me. It was funny. <laughs> funny, yeah. Okay, uh, we had to edit a quick moment out where uh, Kevin started to cry a little bit about the finale and how long it's going to be uh, till the show comes back on. So we'll get him back in as soon as he comes back. But uh, let's continue with this game. Uh, Eric, do you know what... Hmm... We've done the doctor. We've got done John Lamar. Do you know what uh, Alara Catan looks like? Alara Catan. I'm gonna say like, um, she's she's very tough. She's a very strong fighter. So I'm gonna say like she's super buff. Um, she probably has like, um, some sort of like. Uh, forehead prosthesis on her head, and she probably has like a pretty Halloweeny looking um wig on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my f- first guess, at least. Okay, well the the second two are very good guesses. Um, she okay. does not look tough though. She looks like a fourteen year old girl. Mm. She just looks cute, you know. She just looks like a cute fourteen year old girl who you. Would want to be your girlfriend. Like a tween. <laughs> but not mm-hmm. quite a tween. Yeah. That, that I think that's might be the joke. Like she's she's so tiny, but then she's so tough, you know? It's, it's like like an ironic thing. Um but but that's just me trying to read a joke into everything Seth does, you know, because he's so funny. Oh yeah. It's just there are like so many layers to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a wedding cake. <laughs> and each layer has layers maybe even yeah sorry i get an echo of me there oh it's okay now i can't start the next segment because kevin isn't here yet. <sighs> remember when alara got that sapphire star <laughs> yes what? I remember was that that was the first episode wasn't it uh yeah maybe the second oh right maybe the first i think it was the second because we were like what's the sapphire show <laughs> that, that'll probably come back a lot yeah the golden nori is not a, an award from the show 
No. <laughs> oh, okay. That's oh. really what Tim started saying. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, you started winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I think I want to re-listen to the first episode because I, I don't remember where the Golden Ori came from at all. But then we just keep doing it. <laughs> like, you got to do it now. Yeah. Like I was thinking, like, it's such a weird segment. Where I give an award to one of, the, one of my co-hosts. And I, I don't know, I really like that everybody just argues about why they should get it. And like the Michael Caine impression. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was thinking... Does does the intro the the Alex Arbor intro stay for season two? Oh, that's oh, a man. good question. How do you lose that? <laughs> that's the that's the thing is like Alex Arbor. We need Alex Arbor to come out with new music. Yeah, is really what needs to happen. For a second, I thought you were going to say we need Alex Arbor to come on the show. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine. Like starting out with like what the Orville is. <laughs> Just I'd be Polly Shore on Hollywood handbook level. Just like yeah. non comprehension. Oh my god. <laughs> Except for if they had also made fun of Polly Shore on like every yeah, like... <laughs> Wow, Alex Harvey doesn't even follow us anymore. I can't believe this. I don't know if he ever did. <laughs> no, he did because uh he, we followed him and he followed us back, I think, and then he uh DM'd us. And that's where the whole thing came from. Well, I remember the DM, but I thought it was just like thanks for following me. Oh yeah, it could be. Oh shit. Oh my god, who is it? Who's this guy? Hello? WB. <gasps> Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm sure you guys are in the middle of something, but this has <laughs> brought me to n- my point about net neutrality. <laughs> <laughs> and these poachers trying to neutralize my internet. Um, this is what just happened to us. They obviously are anti-Orville, so for all the Orvilles out there, just uh, you know, get Erica TV because we need we need all the watchers on the Orville. And that's my point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're saying you're anti-net neutrality? It's the people, whatever they're doing, whatever the side is that's 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 slowing me down here. That's stopping me from getting Eric more money to get Eric a TV, which then makes Eric a viewer, and the Orville gets more viewers, and they go on forever. <laughs> Follow the money, and it's going to be going to the Orville for me as soon as I get this TV. That's all. Yeah, but first to Eric, then yeah. I guess then to the TV, and then it gets yeah. to the to, through the TV, it gets to Orville. I'll pay them money in the TV. Watching commercials will make them money when I watch them. 
and then yeah just profit and the commercials during the Orville are so good it's like the Super Bowl <laughs> all the advertisers they put their best stuff for this they, they you know they're all, uh, they're all spending the big dollars I miss them so much do they, like do they have like Doritos where people submit their own mm-hmm. do they do that stuff and they're and they are so funny. <laughs> oh, God. They're so good. You're missing out. Makes yeah. me want to eat Doritos. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I haven't wanted to eat Doritos ever since the Super Bowl last year <laughs> at this point. Sometimes I just go back and, and rewatch the Super Bowl from last year because I, wanna, I want to want Doritos. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Sometimes I'll just watch them to get an appetite again. Yeah. Because I remember wanting to eat food. Now every Thursday is like the Super Bowl when the Orville comes on. Mm -hmm. Except when it gets preempted (laughs) by by real football. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy when they did that. And that Thanksgiving, that was crazy. That was Um, fucked up. Yeah, I don't know how you guys managed we barely Very did. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it, 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 I imagine that's what it's like for you every single week, not being able to watch the Orvo. You know, I when the show started, I would like get ready and just try to make an event of it at a specific time when I knew it was going to be on, like light a candle and just treat myself right for that oh. amount of time because I knew yeah. I couldn't see it. But <laughs> now it's just like, you know, it, it's not going to be on. Like, uh, it, it, it just, it, you, you, uh, kind of forget when it's on, I guess, when you just can't watch it. It's, it's heartbreak. Well, I can't even imagine you, that. Yeah. You, you guys just count your blessings. That's all. Now, this is probably a dumb question, but, um, have you considered maybe like going to a bar and having them turn it on or, like streaming it afterwards on the internet or something. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin said that in the Bahamas, everybody's watching it all the time, right? Yeah, maybe getting a yeah. flight to the Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. There's nothing um, nicer than those white sandy beaches and mm-hmm. you know, nice coconut full of some rum and mixed with maybe a little. A brandy and a little, uh, maybe a little whiskey and a little, uh, you know, I don't know, a little red wine on top, you know, a floater <laughs> or something, you know, and and the, and then you got the Orville there, you know. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, like, do they play it with captions on though? Because you're just like kind of blocking up half the coolness on the screen, or at least a quarter of the coolness, like these words. Like, no, it's no. You get it's a full surround sound experience at every bar in the Bahamas. That's just what they <laughs> offer. That's part of the Bahamas experience. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Every person in the Bahamas has got a little speaker in their pocket, <laughs> and it's all tuned into. There's a there's an Orville setting. <laughs> it's it's basically Orville heaven, and I want to be there. Sounds like it. Oh man, I gotta apply for a passport. <laughs> well, that's that's where they're building the Orville Park in the Bahamas because the locals are just so dedicated and they're fighting the good fight. I heard that. That's amazing. 
well, we should maybe next, maybe like before we watch the finale, we should all take a podcast trip to the Bahamas together. Do you guys want to do that? that. I love that. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. As a um, fan, I would love to hear you guys do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, could, you couldn't come with us. I, I want to be clear about that. You could go like separately at a, at another time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I I wouldn't want to step on anyone's toes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if try to go soon because we might go there and never leave, and then you can't come <laughs> while we're there because then it's kind of like <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get in and out, like, <laughs> and and binge watch the Orville. Oh but, man! But you know what? If you end up never leaving, that's okay. As long as you get there first. <laughs> okay, that that's a deal. So save up. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, listeners. I know what you're saying right now. What you're thinking to yourselves? These guys promised me last week. That they or well, not last week. Now I think it's two to three weeks ago at this point. But they said in the last episode uh, that they were going to be talking about the original, the the number one Scott Grimes hit, Sunset Boulevard. And uh, so here we are. We we make good on our promises, and we are going to talk about this song. Yeah, yeah. Scott, we love you, <laughs> Scotty. I think the one I think the one we uh played originally on the episode uh was like his most recent one or something or one where he's on the bus and he's hiding. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we just we heard that one and we fell in love with it. Uh but we, we wanted to bring you the his his biggest hit, the one that really put his name on the map uh, on the on the map of Sunset Boulevard. Okay. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, I, I don't know if, it, if it's his first song or anything, but I, I do know, I think it is his highest ranking, you know, on I the mean, charts or whatever. Could you imagine if that was his first song? That's like, holy freak. <laughs> right. Like Mozart over here. Mm-hmm. So young. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Let's get started. Let me play this first one. Um, this song is beautiful. Let me just first say. Uh, And you're going to hear that. Here we go. Yes, get your tissues ready. He never knew the hopes he made. Four thousand people stood and prayed. Wow. Wow, yeah. That's the Scott Grimes that I love. Like, he's telling a story, he's, he's, and he's doing it in such a beautiful way with that beautiful angel's voice he's got, you know? Oh, yeah. It was so gentle yet so powerful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's well, like music a mom could love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. A mother, a brother, father, son, yeah. sister, daughter, cousin. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Grandmother. I was going to say, I don't know if, I don't know about a grandmother, but now that you said it, I think you're right. I think I agree with you. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to call my grandma? Yeah, is she awake? <laughs> no, she's asleep, but you know what? Let me just, uh, you know what? How about I'll pretend? Okay, here we go. Ring, ring, grandma. Do you love this song? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Night Nanny. <laughs> I call her Nanny. She's English. Oh, you oh, call okay. her Night Nanny? <laughs> well, she's the Night Nanny. That's what... <laughs> She would always come into my room at night. <laughs> Once Fran Drescher went to bed. Another child. <laughs> she would take the night shift. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is such a good story because it's like th- this guy, Brian, everybody told him he couldn't do it, you know, but he hit the road. You heard Jimi Hendrix on the radio. Um, Can you imagine? (laughs) 4,000 people prayed (laughs) for him, you know? What would that have been like to hear Jimi Hendrix on the radio? Inspiring, I imagine. It's chilling to think of. You know, we've talked before about how you can can really hear Fats Domino's influence (laughs) on Mm -hmm. Scott Price's music. And I feel like calling to Jimi Hendrix, like there's a direct line, Fats Domino... Jimi Hendrix, Scott Grimes. Like, that's the holy trinity oh, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It's like, if those three got get on an airplane, it's crashing for sure. You know? Mm-hmm. That's how good they are. Because mm-hmm. God always takes the grades. <laughs> Probably right. in the first draft of the song, you know, that part was explicitly in Fats Domino on the radio. <laughs> but he was like, no, no, no. That's too on the nose. Let yeah. me just iterate it out a little bit. You know... When I was when I was listening to this song, I, I think about how a lot of performers, uh, you know, even when they're telling a story about somebody else, they're kind of putting themselves in it. And when I hear that this guy's driving, I'm thinking, that's a, that's our dude Gordon. That's him. You know? Yes. Yes. We this know. Like, we know that he drives. We already know this about him. It's it's not hard to make that connection. <laughs> mm-hmm. And. And he, and I think, I think Gordon also likes Jimi Hendrix. Oh, okay. Ooh. What, what makes you say that? Just he's cool. Jimmy's cool. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, like, uh, the the last time we talked about a Scott Grimes song, we forgot to mention this right away, but, uh, let me, let me just say Scott Grimes. Uh, the guy that make this song is Gordon Malloy on the Orville, the oh, TV yeah. show we yeah. like. <laughs> so that's why we're talking people, about this song. People were confused about that. <laughs> they were like, why are you talking about who is Scott Grimes? <laughs> I think I went through that. <laughs> uh, okay, so here, let me play this uh, second clip. I think this is the chorus. (laughs) 
you know, I think this place that he's invented, this Sunset Boulevard, like, where did he come up with that? It sounds amazing. I don't know where it is, but it sounds lovely. Yeah. I I wish it was real. I feel like there's a good chance he might have gotten it from the very popular music called Sunset Boulevard that was very big at the time. I don't know. The the, the popular popular music? Musical. Oh. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Is it based on this song? I have to think it is. Is well, it about never, Brian? He's never seen it. No. Maybe, is there a maybe scene, it's a tie-in. Is there a scene with a guy named Brian in a car <laughs> listening to Jimi Hendrix? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I haven't seen it, but I feel like there might be a dock worker in it who like mouths something to Scott Grimes. And I was like, "Purple haze." <laughs> 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 Yeah, so I guess there's not a lot to say about that chorus, but well, I um, want I there was actually something from the previous part that I just wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, why are why are so many people standing and praying for Brian? <laughs> this this is the Hollywood success story. We hear so much about people going to Hollywood and not making it, and and in reality, like Hollywood is a place where you succeed. And I, yeah, it's just I, like I certainly agree sport. with that for for Scott. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, why why are they praying? Well, he was playing his old worn out guitar. Maybe they were uh-huh. worried about him. Ooh. Oh, like that guitar's too worn out. Yeah, like he's gonna break his string <laughs> and it's gonna hit him in the eye. Oh uh, yeah. I think he is like such a badass that he because i oh i'm sorry it's not scott but it, i i think brian scott but i think i think brian scott too. I, I really he's do. such a badass that he like probably like looks at people and he's like pray for me you know like kind of like <laughs> he's like you better pray for me because i'm bad and that's oh. that's what i'm thinking it's the only oh. thing i can think of <laughs> Yeah, and if Scott told me to pray for him, I would stand up and pray. Yeah, uh, uh, I would yeah. get. Well, I would. Wh- why? Four thousand other... people. <laughs> <laughs> why do they? Why are they standing to pray for him? It's hmm. traditional. It's that point in the service, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've already kneeled mm. or knelt. Oh wait, is this the story of a small town boy? Who drives to Hollywood, listens to, listening to Jimi Hendrix, and becomes a really successful preacher in a megachurch. Is that what is happening there? Yeah. That could oh. be it. Yeah, okay. I, I could see that. <laughs> well, that answers all of my questions, then. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Well, let's play this uh, next clip. This one's a little shorter. Um, I broke this next uh, verse into two clips, because I, I really want to get into it. It's just too bad that there are no words that rhyme with Hollywood, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and and say? that's not Scott's fault, but it's just interesting, you know? 
Did he say at the Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, he always dreamed of playing at the Hollywood. <laughs> I think he was, he's basically, I think this is a rough draft of the song, <laughs> and he was hoping maybe Hollywood Bowl came to him, and he was like, I'll finish, I'll finish the line if you throw me a little, <laughs> if you throw me a dime. We all know the classic <laughs> business term, I'll finish the line if you throw me a dime. <laughs> and Scott Grimes... <laughs> Ch- oh. ch- chimes, chimes, <laughs> and then and then he mimes, and he rhymes. <laughs> well, he doesn't rhyme necessarily in this line. Well, well he meets oh. he meets Leanne rhymes. Oh, right. <laughs> she plays wind chimes, and <laughs> gosh, <laughs> and then uh, where was I? Uh, what was I talking about? I, I got distracted because I got distracted looking up pictures of Scott Graham's feet. Okay. <laughs> what I'm doing right now. Well, that'll get you. That's a that's a black hole that can suck you right in. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Don't don't go down this road. Yeah. Wonder how his kitchen's doing. You know. I think about that every day. I think about his kitchen. I think the, about the floor of his bus, the pedals on his car. <laughs> Anything those feet apply pressure to, you know? I'm just <laughs> well, in, in this his... song, his feet hit the old dusty or rusty road. The rusty road. The rusty road. <laughs> I thought about that. This, this iron... You'd think they would have known it would it would just rust right away, like right. as soon as it rains. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe in the desert, maybe. <laughs> well, if it was in the desert, then you could call it a dusty road. And that might uh, make a little more sense. Yeah, but but this one was rusty. All right. Yeah. Well, this just proves he's not in the desert. He's saying, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's rusty. It's not dusty. I'm not in the desert. Get that out of your heads. Maybe it is a steampunk road he's walking down. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's got grime, after all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steampunk me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what else happened in this verse? In this, uh... Uh, you can catch him Fridays playing his guitar the best way he knows how. At the Hollywood. It, so, so this, do we think that the the Hollywood is the name of like a a place that he plays on Sunset Boulevard? Maybe. Yeah, I think the Hollywood is the name of a bar in like Topeka that he plays at every Friday. <laughs> yeah. This on Sunset his, his Boulevard dream. in Topeka. Yeah, yeah that's his dream. This is a different guy than the preacher from <laughs> earlier, right? Oh, that's possible. Like, yeah. This is just separate yeah, story. It must be. It, it, because that guy is already successful, and this guy's trying to be successful. Right. I'm, I'm expecting a real crash scenario where everybody's uh, <laughs> stories intertwine at the end. <laughs> they all form like a band where they all play guitar. <laughs> it's like that Netflix show Easy. Now, what's that? Now, explain to me. Now, now I haven't started that, but you know of a Netflix show? And, yeah. and, and are you watching this on your phone, or...? <laughs> I I am just told about it. It's oh, an okay. anthology show that 
Yeah, everyone weaves in and out of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I got Wikipedia. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me play this next clip. Here we go. He never know. He never knew the hopes he made when forty thousand people stood, stood and played. I thought he said forty thousand beach balls. Oh, that'd be interesting. So for the first guy, they're praying. For this guy, they're playing. Right. How, how do they get so many people into the Hollywood? I just. Uh... He never knew the hopes he made. <laughs> hopes are hard to pin down. Right. <laughs> I do want to point out that in the other Scott Grimes song, he, he said, where will we go? We will never know. And this is also about somebody <laughs> never knowing something. Yeah. The real theme in Scott Grimes' life is not knowing things ever. <laughs> well, he tackles those big issues that you can never really nail down, you know, like uh, where we are and uh, <laughs> what hopes we've made. Well, I think this, this part of the song is really about... <sighs> He's... <laughs> He's flying, right? Mm-hmm. We, he's flying, yeah. and he's yeah, not going to come down, right? <laughs> and he's high, and you're not going to bring him down. I think it's something <laughs> he said something like that. <laughs> so w- when you're in that kind of state of mind, you don't know the hopes you make. Yeah, um, and you never, you kind of realize oh, I never knew the hopes I made. Um, so, so that obviously forty thousand people, <laughs> right? Yeah, still played. So, so uh, did they play with him? Like, does he have a band of forty thousand people, all playing uh, the, the guitar, was, like we said earlier? Well, if it's the beach ball thing, I think it was maybe like a giant ball pit that people are playing in. Does that make sense? That's cute. I think yeah. it, could be, it could be one of those Guinness World Records, like most uh, beach for, for like you know forty thousand beach ball players Can't during a Scott during a Scott Grimes concert. Oh yeah, they, they would have to tone it down from what there are now at a Scott Grimes concert. <laughs> <laughs> there, you think most. Scott Grimes concerts have more than 40,000 beach balls there. They are nuts. <laughs> but Miranda, you've never been to Scott Grimes show? Have you? Well, my, I, I, don't you I see would, I my bloody knuckles? I this at some <laughs> point <laughs> in this podcast. Don't you see my bloody knuckles and black <laughs> eyes from the impact of these beach balls? <laughs> it's like a ball pit, but it's all beach balls. <laughs> Man, and the 
Scott Grimes house, they, you know, my, you know, when I was a kid, my uncle brought me to a Scott Grimes concert, and he had to bring a freaking baseball bat with him just to freaking get all that nuts, keep the nuts away, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, yeah. if you drop your watch, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like, people, that are, people, are, people are stealing watches <laughs> from the ground? Just like you can't find it, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you look down and it's look. all beach balls. Yeah. There's one Scott Grimes fan in particular, and he's on Twitter now. He used to have a blog. He's called, he's called, <laughs> he's called the Scott Grimes Watch Bandit, and he's at every show. <laughs> and, he, and he brags and brags about all the watches. <laughs> <laughs> he stole it at Scott Grant shows over the day. He even boasts that he <laughs> that he stole a Scott Grimes watch. Oh my god! <laughs> wait, 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 wait! That is going too far. I know Scott's watch. Yes, Scott was in the middle of singing Sunset Boulevard. He looked down. He said, "He's trying to figure out what time it is, so he knows what words to sing." <laughs> <laughs> and he realizes <laughs> my freaking watch is gone, <laughs> and then he can't sing the words, so he stopped the show. And then, uh, but somehow the bandit got away. He was at the top of the at the top of the Hollywood, <laughs> <laughs> and he jumped up. He said, "So long, I'm the Scott. I'm the Scott Grimes Watch Bandit." And you know, then oh, that's the legend was born. He was and he was flying so high that they couldn't get him down. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thirty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine people stood to play, and one snuck out the back. <laughs> uh, so it's so emotional telling this story. It's so <laughs> just like Scott Grimes looking down and not knowing the next words. Oh my to God. <laughs> Okay, looking at my watch, uh, I think the time is now for playing the last clip. Um, this how one's much a- money have we raised? <laughs> oh, let me refresh that. Um, yeah, still no calls so far. Uh, I- they're coming. They're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna come at the end. I I can feel it. Yeah. There is. Uh, I don't know if the voicemailers know this, but they are going to be automatically charged uh, six hundred dollars uh, <laughs> for the voicemails that are left. Yeah. What you guys didn't. Don't okay. <laughs> well, not you. I hope not. <laughs> I th- I just mean uh, okay, okay. This is for you, Eric. We're doing this yeah. for you. Oh yeah. Oh, like very appreciate it. Just like like man, fees. They really get. Yeah, it. we're gonna uh, give you. We're gonna give you ten percent of the proceeds tonight, though. That's, that is so amazing. Okay, here we go. Here's this clip. You know you want to stay there. You know you want to play there. You know you heard a love song. Yes, you did. You want to be a big star. You want to have it all. 
Ooh, just had to let that play out because wow. Oh yeah. So beautiful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sample that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at the beginning, he he said something about wanting to be in Big Star, the <laughs> power pop band. Yeah, that was a little weird because it's like his music is so much better than Big Star's music. Why would yeah. he want to be in Big Star? Maybe it's just within the world of the song. How could his music exist already? Because it's within it. But mm, mm, okay. Well, he 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 also said, uh, "You know, you've heard a love song before, or something like that." And I thought yeah. that was really profound because it's it's true. I've heard one of those. Wow. Yeah. That's brave. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, the big star thing may have been because he, he wrote this song really early in his career. Um, he he actually uh, he stated in interviews that he wrote the song in twenty minutes in early nineteen ninety nine. Um, which, which you wow. can't tell. I mean, I I thought it took like at least an hour to write this song. Listening to it, is that why the B side on this opus? The B side on this song was called Twenty Minutes in nineteen ninety nine. Those may have been related, okay. uh, but but yeah. So the joining big the big star thing uh, that that might have been just him saying I want to be in a super group, uh, and and mm-hmm. he's actually made that come true. He's now in a song in a in a band with Russell Crowe himself. Um, IGP. Indoor garden party. Uh, indoor garden party. Oh. That's right. Yeah. Uh, IGP. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I it was it was very tempting to play one of their songs on this episode. Of course, we can it's going to be on a future episode. Yeah, it's going to be coming back because we can't get enough of Scott Grimes. Um, oh, that's going to be hard to miss. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I will listen and love it, so it's okay. So this song. It was on the uh, Billboard's Adult Contemporary Charts in 2005 uh, for 10 weeks. Uh, its highest posi- position was number 18. Uh, so this was a huge oh. hit. I don't. I don't see that. Scott have any. I don't. I, I don't see Scott having any adult contemporaries. You know. So um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how he's in that category. <laughs> What category would you put him in, Kevin? Uh, um, just like absolute beast. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a music genius category? He belongs up there with yeah. the the greats of two thousand five, like your Hollaback Girl or <laughs> Since You've Been Gone. Like, yeah, we all think about that summer when we yeah, heard the, the, the song, su- the, the summer of Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was uh they named a place. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that we could leave it all behind and just go back there, you know. Mm. I wish that we could find out what happened to Brian in the song. We don't really feel like we got closure on that, but maybe he's planning a sequel. Could be. Yeah. Well, when we have him on the show, we'll we'll have to ask him then. Indoor garden party is probably going to wrap up that story. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Wikipedia also says the song was featured in a 2007 episode of American Dad. 
Yeah, I think we all remember that. I think we. <laughs> mm-hmm. That means American Dad's been on for ten years. <laughs> I like Roger. Sorry. Oh yeah. I like the dad. Is he Roger? No. <laughs> but he's cool. Yeah. I like anything that talks that like normally wouldn't talk. And yeah. So you yeah. love the goldfish? Oh my gosh, yeah. Very little funnier than that. Or like the dog and family guy. That yeah. one dog. Oh my god. Talks. Oh my god. That's so funny. That funny dog. Or even the baby. Right, the dogs right, Is there a plant? Yeah, Is there a bee. plant that talks in one of them? Uh, that's maybe the Cleveland uh, Cleveland Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland Rocks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's you, a rock. you probably don't like the character Roger then because I think uh, usually aliens do talk, don't they? <laughs> Wait, you want you want the things that usually do talk to not talk? <laughs> I was just saying I like them more. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, technically dogs talk. They just we don't right. understand them. But <laughs> I hate when I'm watching a cartoon and they just have like people talking. Like it's a cartoon. I want to see things that don't usually talk talking. Don't show me these humans talking. That's you know, as 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 our favorite, as my second favorite uh, group, Elvis uh, says, "Fish go blub," and uh, yeah. doggo. Yeah, we all remember that <laughs> what? song. Okay, hachi hachi hachi. What are you yeah. talking about? Oh my god, I love it. Maybe we'll the cover that song say- next week. <laughs> I am ready to our hear fans- that. Fans, if you uh, if you want to hear us talk about that song next week, just call in. It's Splat Job AI. You will be charged six hundred dollars, but you know some of it will go to Eric's new TV, so it's for a good cause. I'm calling now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was Sunset Boulevard by our favorite singer of originals, Sky Crimes. Of course, yeah. our our favorite singer of all time would be Seth MacFarlane, but um, he seems to only do standards. Uh, so. If and if and when he comes out with an album of original material, he he will be my first favorite. I'm holding that number one spot for him. Mm-hmm. And number two is Scott Grimes, and number three is Alex Arbor. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> man, Arbor, we're waiting for their next thing. Please drop it. The Sooner Alex the Arbor's next thing. Yeah, Alex, please well, drop your talked, next hot track. We talked about it while you were while you were gone. He just put out a oh, really? a new song a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's oh, called. I knew like, that because I'm a huge like, fan. But I'm talking <laughs> about the next one. The name is something like uh, "Nobody is going to listen to this song." Oh man! <laughs> but he's wrong. He's wrong. He's being <laughs> ironic. Yeah. But he's also working on a new EP, so we're kind of waiting on that because we want. You know, a big a big chunk of music to listen to. I know he's going to get the official Orville bump too. That oh, guy's yeah. going to be fine. I I would imagine probably a, a decent size of his listeners come from us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna be, I would be surprised if he starts 
you know, he seems like an algorithm kind of guy. And <laughs> I, I think you're going to start hearing a lot more Orville references in his, uh, <laughs> in his music. <laughs> God willing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, like, like I mentioned, we are not going to be talking about the episode, uh, the season finale. I assume you, like us, have not watched it yet because you can't bear the thought of it. Um, so we would be spoiling it if we talked about it. Uh, so we won't talk about that this week. Uh, we'll just go through the rest of our usual segments. Hey, Greggy. Before you move on, I'd just like to let people know, like, don't let your DVR get full. Like, delete all your other shows. Just make sure that finale stays on there, because you can't afford to lose this thing mm-hmm. while you're putting it off. Obviously, don't watch it yet, because right. it's it's going to be too sad. But Unless you have, like, a Bahama trip planned, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're going to have complete access to the Orville finale. <sighs> it's at your fingertips out there. You're really uh, making me think, like, maybe taking a trip to the Bahamas isn't a good idea for us because we wouldn't be able to avoid the Orville finale, and I really want to save it. That's true. You can only go when you're ready. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they say. Everyone everyone yeah. moves at their own sp- pace emotionally, you know? Oh, if you feel like... Space. Okay. Uh, I've, I've just got it on my mind because we are always talking about the Orville. Uh, but T-shirt. <laughs> every, everyone moves at their own emotional space. The T-shirt. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, if, and on the back it says the official the Orville podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you feel like you personally are ready to watch the finale right now, like I think you're crazy. I think you're a madman. But if you feel like that is where you are, then go ahead. Don't don't feel bad. Don't feel like you have to save it for us. But if you feel like you can't take it yet. Um, don't let people, you know, pressure you into doing something you're not ready for. Give yourself the time you need. Can you imagine if you watched it when it was on thinking it was going to be covered? (laughs) Well, my friend, uh, Tim, this is a warning to you because I had a friend who on his honeymoon took his wife to the Bahamas, (laughs) right? no. And she was not ready to watch the finale. So, I mean, obviously, you know, they're at the, you know, Tiki Hut. Uh, they got four screens playing the finale. She orders a, a drink. Next thing you know, she's hooked, right? You know, alcohol, Oroville, you know, you, you can't, you can't turn that down, you know? Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, she watched the whole finale. Freaking stamped sparks near came out of her ears because she just, you know, she's not, she hasn't been wired the same since. <laughs> So oh. so so what happened to her exactly? <laughs> she got her wires crossed. Oh. I think she she was an Isaac maybe. Right, he, it was just damn near, so close to sparks coming out of her ears. Oh jeez! Uh, you know the the worst thing that could happen to you on your honeymoon is that your wife sparks. You know her wires get crossed. Watching the Orville, suddenly she's being a real <laughs> Kelly. You know. <laughs> oh no! That would be terrible. You thought you married an Alara, but then her wires get crossed, and it turns out you're married to a Kelly. Sorry, folks. I had to edit out a quick moment there. We all vomited. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> I know about that because it was on a long time ago. <laughs> right. 
if Kelly ever did show up in the Bahamas, they would throw her right into that big volcano in the middle of the island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she's, yeah. she's a virgin. <laughs> uh, we oh, wish. burn, burn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so if we're not going to cover an episode, uh, well, we can't give a rating to the episode. Of course, we all give it 10 out of 10, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But so we'll talk about other podcasts. Uh, recently, the Planetary Union podcast had someone claiming to be Scott Grimes on the show. Um, the very same Scott Grimes who sang the beautiful song we just listened to. Um, let, I say they, they claim it's them. So far as I know, it was them. It was the real Scott Grimes. Like he he's tweeting about it on Twitter and stuff. I don't know, but it, it, the things he's been saying on this show, I actually listened to it because I love Scott so much. Uh, and and I came up with some clips for us to listen to from the podcast. First of all, did any of you guys listen to this episode? N- no, because I knew that you would tell us all the highlights. Yeah. Yeah, you you took the hit for the team. Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> Your buzz went crazy there, Kevin. <laughs> so Me? Yeah, I think so. Somebody. It's not so bad. It's So uh the, here's the first clip. Uh they they asked him about Twitter, um, and Scott had this to say about joining Twitter. It's uh well, you know, it's so funny about Twitter, man, because I just you know, my friend Alyssa, not to name drop, <laughs> Alyssa Milano, uh, got me on Twitter and she said, watch, your your number's going to grow, your number's going to grow. And they really didn't. So I'm, I'm not really good at all that yet, but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm working on it. Okay, so. <laughs> that cannot be true. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense. Because he's totally ignoring Last year, when on YouTube, Scott Grimes fans, the user, posted a whole video called Messages to Scott Grimes about his SVU episode. And all it was was tweets from other people congratulating him on his SVU episode. Like, he's, he has been blowing up on Twitter for ages. Yeah. He also, he also said he's not good at, I don't know what he said he's not good at, but he's good at everything. We know this. Like, it doesn't make any sense to say that Scott Grimes isn't good at something. I think the real problem here is that Scott is, he's comparing his numbers to Alyssa's. Uh, yeah. Uh, Milano, of course, you know. Um, yeah, not to name drop. Sorry, I, I, I should have just said Alyssa, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she's like her huge thing. So, you know, obviously you're not going to have Milano numbers. Nobody has Milano numbers. So. Um, I posted earlier in the in the group chat a picture of, Scott Grimes and Alyssa Milano. Melissa. <laughs> the other, the other one. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Alano. <laughs> Alyssa Alano. Um, as teenagers and holy it, shit, it's, it's pretty hot, is what it says on the picture. <laughs> when was this? What did they appear in something together? I think maybe he was on uh, Who's the Boss or something. Wow, is was Scott a child actor? Oh yes. yeah. Yes. He, he starred in the movie Frog with Shelley Duvall, Elliot Gould. I remember seeing the VHS case in the 80s. What? Yeah. Okay. I know him as Arlo from that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is. 
I feel like it might be about a frog that turns into Paul Williams and sings That's Amore. Wow. Paul Williams from The Temptations? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. And also the guy who wrote oh my God, the, he's my favorite. the music for The Muppets. Oh, well. well. <laughs> so this is starting to add up for me. Like, uh, I haven't always, like, of course, I understand why everyone loves Scott Grimes, because I also love Scott Grimes. But... <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I wasn't sure where where his rabid fan base came from. But he was a child actor. He had this, uh, you know, adult contemporary hit in the nine or in the early two thousands. He's he's on TV. Okay, so so all these things kind of snowball, and then we get the Scott Grimes we have today. Never better, <laughs> right? <laughs> Now, speaking of fandom, uh, he also brought that up on the episode. So here, let's listen to that clip. So did anybody prepare you like um, how um, fanatic us science fiction fans can be? I believe Orville needs to, to it's got to be on for a little while longer before it deserves that, you know, that, that fandom kind of thing that happens. Um I think so. Anyway, I think people are still watching it. Like, okay, do I do I give this my full attention? Do I commit to this? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> That's really not him. It's absolutely not him. First of all, we all know that Scott Grimes is a very um, eloquent and well-spoken man, <laughs> and the stammering and like the weird verbal tics that this person has—that's not Scott. That is not the star of Critters. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Scott was in Crit- Critters? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's a horror kid, too. Jeez. And Greggy, it's going to suck when you find out you had, had like a secret crush on him real life. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, first I mean, of all... it's not going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be awesome. Um, but... It, it's it's crazy to even ask him that question. Of course, this this guy is so used to fandom. I mean, people have been following his career for years. That and is true. They're all in love with him already. So, what does he care about sci-fi nerds? Um, yeah. And, but I, I don't know. Maybe he was just being uh, like modest or something, like saying we have to earn people's you know fandom or whatever. But I don't think that's the case. I think he he's already great the way he is. And, uh, I don't know. You know, I was thinking what Scott was saying with the whole people don't really have their full attention on the show was my theory is one, probably got a uh, YouTube open, a bunch of Scott Grimes song. They got Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two, Scott Grimes watch bandit on the loose. I mean, <laughs> you're going to be. You're kind of looking left and right. You know, you see Scott Grimes on TV, you're thinking, uh, uh, the bandit is New York. You get those PTSD, you know, that like, <laughs> ah, bandit's around, you know? Yeah, before so. you know it, you're back in the hospital with Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hashtag give Eric uh, Scott Grimes watch bandits TV. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I would, I would love to take. TV from that Scott Grimes Watch Bandit and give it to you, Eric. I would... Hashtag take down the Watch Bandit. Hashtag well, give the Watch Bandit's TV to Eric. I don't know if you'd want it because Thank I you. think he's he's probably a 
a steampunk guy like Scott Grimes himself. He made his TV out of, you know, watch cogs and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that why he's stealing those watches? <laughs> Everything he owns is made out of watches, probably. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, did you yeah. know that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you no, can go. You- did you know that Scott Grimes' wife filed for a divorce in October? What? Wow. Yeah, isn't that fucked so, up? So you're saying he's single, huh? During the IGP tour? <laughs> During the IGP tour? Prob- probably, yeah. When was that? Uh, it's It's been going on. Oh, like, then yes, yes. They were doing talk shows in like September and August. Yeah, it was during that time. And... It's also fucked up because, like, that's since the Orville has been on. Why would you want to divorce him after she saw him in the Orville? Wow. Just wait till he leaves, and then... Do you uh, think Do you think it might be a, a Kelly type of situation? Oh, boy. Oh, poor Scott. Scotty! <laughs> <laughs> oh. It might have been a, a classic <laughs> Scotty doesn't know type of thing. <laughs> you know, I follow Scott on Twitter. I follow Scott on Twitter, and he actually, you know, he's been uh, tweeting him going on jogs and stuff, really hot stuff, and he's letting you know that they're about to shoot season two of the Orville, and how you know those suits are a little tight, and you know you gotta you know work out and get in shape. So maybe Scott, you know, fresh on with his fresh Orville bod was drawing a lot of attention that his wife wasn't used to. You know, she can deal with your um, Scott Grimes Sunset Boulevard hanger-ons. She can deal with your critters uh, lovers and your, you know, Alyssa Milano types, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But well, maybe just... he was keeping that weight on just to protect himself from all of the, you know, lady fans. Oh, wow. Because the resurgence, I never saw this type of Scott Grimes love before, and now it seems like it's really hot, really. Yeah, and when he says he can't understand, when he says he can't fit into his uh, Orville uniform, I assume that's because of you know how strong and muscly he is, right? He's got to slim that down a little bit, get a little, you know, doing cardio only, right? Because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to show up Seth too much, you know. Seth's got to be the muscle man on set. Yeah, he's probably going to get his penis shortened again just to, <laughs> just to for every season Seth makes him take another inch off. I was thinking or or they could get a costumer. You can edit that. <laughs> I, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Now, now speaking of Scott and love, uh, I've got a clip about maybe a possible love interest for Gordon Malloy. Now that John's moving departments, who, who's going to sit next to you at the helm? I will accept Russell Crowe, if that's going to be your answer. Russell plays <laughs> an alien that has, that has both a uh, penis and a vagina. And Gordon falls in love. He's a bit feminine, maybe, you know, whatever. Gordon falls in love, but he doesn't know what side he's in love with. Probably have to guess. And that's, I'm fine to do that. I think Gordon would be kinky like that and want uh, something, something strange. 
It's just so brave. If that's really sad, it's just so brave of him to say that he'd be fine playing that part. What? I think Miranda's gonna join Tim. <laughs> Sometimes when you see something so brave, yeah. it scares you. And I think Miranda had a bit of fright there. Do you think that would bring, you know, indoor garden party closer together if Russell Crowe played a, a half man, half woman alien on the on the Orville and they had to kiss? Or would that maybe make things weird? I mean, when he's a regular next season, <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah, when he, <laughs> Russell Crowe is uh, in the in the Gord, in the John Lamar seat on the Orville. They could get him. I mean, the the people on this show really know how to stretch a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it it was know, interesting heard... to hear this other podcast steal our question about who's going to take the John Lamar seat on the bridge. Like, okay, guys, stop listening to our podcast. You guys, okay, first of all, Stay subscribed, but I want you guys to delete the episode every week as soon as you download it. You other podcasters are not allowed to listen to the official The Orville podcast. No. No. Yeah, and it sucks because it's so good. <laughs> and we feel so bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but just not allowed. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're taking your criminals and you're taking our stuff. <laughs> and, and I did listen to your one episode of your show, but I promise I'm not going to do that anymore. And yeah, and I, I promise to never listen to any episodes of any other Orville podcast. <laughs> it's a tough sacrifice to make, but I'm willing to do that for the good of our show. That's brave. Thank you, Miranda. You're welcome. Nice work. <laughs> and I like the part where uh, he doesn't know what... Like, I like the whole idea that uh, Gordon's idea about, you know... I'm uh, sorry, Scott's idea about uh, what he doesn't know what side he's in love with, you know? <laughs> Of this half man, half woman. So I'm guessing he's imagining someone straight down the middle, split, <laughs> split one side is a woman, the other side is a man. Yeah, uh, that's the only way that makes both, sense. Both sides look exactly like humans, but it's just <laughs> different sexes. Oh God, can you imagine a female Russell Crowe? Holy moly! Man, those curves. <laughs> Crow curves. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of uh, curves, and uh, uh, <laughs> this is uh, sort of building on how how we're always wishing we could see you know people's genitals and stuff on the on the Orville. Um, here's another clip from this episode. On Fox and I Love Show, uh, the ass we do cover them up. The networks don't want to get in trouble. They have you have to cover it up just in case you know somebody sees it. So yeah, <laughs> just well, or just, that's a good reason though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they have to cover up the ass in case somebody sees it. Yeah, that's why they never. Yeah, thanks for letting us know why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could just get people to not look, like. You could distract with something else. They could just say, like, we trust you. Don't look at this, please. <laughs> right. Well, they could do a whole new sort of television where 
you know, it, everyone agrees, like at the beginning of the show for 20 seconds, like a horn blares while it flashes on screen that says, during this program, the bottom half of the screen is going to have graphic nudity. <laughs> so if you don't want to see that, cover that part of your television up. And yeah. then they could show whatever they wanted. You put on your glasses that kind of track. They have tracking technology, and it can sort of track uh, Gordon's butt. And just whenever <laughs> his bare butt is showing, there'll be like a kind of black box over it. That's or if you good don't want to yeah. see it, you could put the bottom half of your TV submerged in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like this is going to... I feel like this is a good conversation to have because we're really getting to the root of some of the issues that you've been having. Eric. Yeah. If you put the bottom half of your TV in the lake, what's to stop the top half from getting down in there as well? And and I'm wondering when you're doing this with your TV, do you by any chance have like a bunch of butter on your hands? <laughs> you just get. You making you make a lot of butter sandwiches by hand. <laughs> you know, I <clears throat> it's not about butter for me. Like Crisco is a much superior um, cooking <laughs> cooking substance, and I mean Crisco sandwiches beat butter sandwiches <laughs> any day. We I, we all know that. You've watched Martha Stewart live. Mm. Well, for I, me, like I, personally, kind of real quick, personally for me. Butter sandwich if I do have a drink. Crisco sandwich if I don't have a drink. <laughs> oh, that we, white white wine versus red wine. I don't know. You can throw in a mayonnaise sandwich <laughs> and just really mix it up. I that isn't why I would hold half of my TV because it just started with this show. Um. I mean, there are, there are other reasons to hold your TV over a lake. <laughs> um, what? Like, can you name some? I like, for example, um, w when you moved into your house, there was a bridge uh, going over the lake, but that has since subsided due to mine subsidence, and now there's just a very little suspension bridge that you have to walk all your stuff over. That's why like my mailman always drops all of my mail into the lake too. Like that's mm -hmm. why all, all of my Amazon Christmas gifts are now at the bottom of the lake. Um, it just everything like that. I was just trying to move it and now guess, it's down there. It lives there now. Okay. Now I have another question, which is, yeah, it, it seems to me like you've got so much stuff in this lake. It's got to all be piling up. Like, isn't it piled up to a point that, that it's just, like, sitting on top and you can just, like, reach in and grab it now? What's the middle, though? Like, but, it, like, I have been sticking down, like, a pool skimmer mm -hmm. to try and get it. But then sometimes you just knock it down and it tumbles down the big uh, pile of yeah. stuff. And it's hard because the TV is probably towards the bottom now at this point. And all my wife's Christmas gifts are just covering it up, so... Oh, I have yeah, another I guess, question. I, I guess there's there's like no solution to that. I guess you're right. <laughs> like, so if we get the TV and get it sent to you, then it's just going to get <laughs> dropped into the lake with the rest of the stuff. I mean, that that is a hard question. But 
I mean, that's why we have drones and helicopters. Uh-huh. That is why we have drones and helicopters. <laughs> yeah. True. To stop, to stop these TVs from getting dropped <laughs> in the lake. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should, maybe we should put, I'm sure that we've made like more than enough money for a TV by now. Maybe we should also get a helicopter to take the TV to you. With, just with the extra. Does that sound good? I, maybe we could get like one of those life flight emergency medical helicopters and just put like a TV in one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And no if, if we just tell them, Hey, we, we have an emergency here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, TVs are getting lighter and lighter. Yeah. We, we can use birds. We can Ooh. use. We can I don't use know, birds. Dragons exist. <laughs> I don't know. Bats. I, like, if I even sailed it over the lake on a raft. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I need to be building rafts. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for some of these clips, I've edited them a little bit, like just mildly, just for time purposes. Um, I, I did a little bit of editing on those previous clips. Uh, this one is 100% straight from the podcast, exactly as it aired. Here we go. Um, we'll get Seth on and we'll get, get the Orville tattoo. Cause I've already got the personalized license plate that says Orville. I've ordered that. And I'm the guy in California oh, with do? that plate now. Yes. That's cool. Man. That's awesome. So, so tattoo is next. Yeah. Mm. So the, the host of the planetary <laughs> union podcast, um, is trying to talk Scott Grimes into getting an Orville tattoo with him. Um, he, he already has the license plate that says Orville. And he's the one in California that has that. Now, of course, I'm the one in Michigan that has that. Right. This is a problem. This is a real problem for me because as, as some of our listeners know, I live in Texas, but I'm about to move to California. (laughs) And so I have the Orville, Texas license plate. Well, when I moved to California, this guy already took it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do? You could just uh, steal his license plate. Okay. All right. <laughs> is, is there anywhere in Oregon that seems better than <laughs> California? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I could check into that, I guess. I guess I could just not move. <laughs> well, you don't need to change your plates. That's you, true, oh, too. You don't? No. But it would be nice to kind of own the the california one so yeah i don't think it's fair that this guy has it what you should do is you should wrap um a brick with a note that says change your license plate number bitch and then just keep throwing it through his car window over and over again until he gets the message yeah yeah, yeah that's smart. or just, or just steal his license plate <laughs> yeah well i back to the brick idea um what if i <laughs> What if I just write the message on the brick? <laughs> that seems like I could skip the step of the wrapping it in something. Well, I'm just afraid if it's not wrapped in a piece of paper. Like, if you see a note wrapped around a brick, you're going to read the note. If you just see a brick, I don't know if you're necessarily going to read the brick or if you're just going to throw you, it away. Oh, you see a brick with words on it and you're going to not read it? I never read the bricks. <laughs> Sometimes bricks have letters on them that don't I mean think anything. This is- I think, oh, the bricklayer was uh, bored or something, and he wrote on this brick. Uh, no this sense is explaining, of reading that. 
This is explaining so much about why my threats haven't gone the way I want them yeah. to. I think this might be a classic, you know, the way men think versus the way women think kind of I thing, you know? I think so. I think so. All the women I know are, are out there reading bricks. Like, every day they're reading the bricks that get thrown through their windows. <laughs> uh, you wonder how they get anything else done, you know? Typical <laughs> <laughs> <go> brick readers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's everything that happened on this other podcast. <laughs> you know what? Wait, I have a real crazy connection here. Mm. Hit, hit the books? Hit the bricks? I mean... <laughs> Um, maybe that's 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 something. Yeah. Hit the bricks. <laughs> Any- yeah. Anyway. Oh, I get it. I, I let's let's explore this more. <laughs> let's spend some more time with this. You read books. You don't read okay. bricks. You can hit oh, both. Yeah. <laughs> you can hit them both. I do read bricks. <laughs> maybe that's why I don't get it. You know the old riddle. You can hit them, you can read them. They're not bricks, they're books. <laughs> that classic riddle. What's the answer to that riddle? It's books! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, for, for, to be real, for the most part, Scott was uh, very nice to these guys, um, but when the guy was talking about the tattoo and his license plate and stuff, um, you could t- you could tell he was like, uh, "What have I gotten myself into here on this podcast?" <laughs> well, I think Scott's probably just finding out what a podcast is, and it's uh... <laughs> when he comes on ours, I think he'll be you know better prepared. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we'll have much better questions. We're so yeah. cool under pressure when we're hanging with stars. We know what we're doing, right? Definitely. You guys did great with Seth on episode one. <laughs> and and that's the pinnacle, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it really has kind of all been downhill from there. No offense, Eric. No, I get it. That's weird to me because, you know, when I'm going downhill, I'm thinking, this is fun. This is easy. You know? When I'm going uphill, I'm like, oh, gosh, this is a real trek. <laughs> but then yeah. uphill, going uphill, it means good. <laughs> I don't know. We gotta fix something in this world. We gotta fix society. Yeah. All you other podcasts, especially Planetary Union, stop what you're doing right now. Um, discontinue. Uh, but we want to say thank you to the people that have left reviews for our show, um, such as Buttstown. Uh, he says he he left us a <laughs> Buttstown left us a five star review that says uh, one small step for man, one giant leap for podcasts. That's the subject oh, wow. line. Um, and then the, the actual it. review says, like the quote from the space guy, remember? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't, rem- I don't, I don't remember, but, uh, that's nice. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's weird because there's only one space guy. You say space guy, I think of Orville. Right. So maybe that's something they say in the finale. If so, spoiler, please don't do that. And yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe that is what he says in the finale, because if he said it on the show, Miranda would remember it. Yeah, that I would definitely remember it. <laughs> yeah, one giant step for podcasts. I hope that's in the finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh God! Do you think we get a shout out in the finale of the Orville? Oh my God! How oh, could you not? What if they're, what if they're like, huh? Let's. What did this old uh, entertainment back from the the early two thousands called podcasts? And there's one about us, you know. And then it's you know they're listening to the Orville, the official Orville. The official, and they're like, wow, episode 15 set starring Seth MacFarlane? <laughs> yeah. Intent. That- <laughs> mm-hmm. Special guest Eric? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, it almost makes me want to watch the finale, but I, I, I'm not ready for it. I'm still not ready. Cool your jets. Yeah. Cool if during it, they're, they're like, Wow, host uh, alien expert Kevin O'Brien went on to cure cancer. They're like, what? Because <laughs> that's Cause that seems because really, we're... really unlikely based on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, have <laughs> so... you been working on curing cancer lately, Kevin? <laughs> you see me? I be in the lab working. <laughs> I've even, uh, I'm, you know, people are always like, oh, how's the mixtape coming? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in the lab, wink, wink, you know, <laughs> cooking up something real nice, wink, wink, you know. Meanwhile, got the test tubes out, beakers ready, Bunsen burners fired up. I thought the winks meant, the winks, when you said you're cooking in the lab, I thought it was like a meth thing. Mmm. I mean, if meth cures cancer, you have to be honest. I think this might be the part where I, this might be the breakthrough <laughs> moment. So maybe. No, but I am turning chemical. I'm putting chemicals in tubes and stuff like that. So. <laughs> well, I just want to say good luck because, uh, you know, I think that would be really good for society if you were able to cure yeah, cancer. I would. I would love to not have cancer. <laughs> Actually, really honorable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. That would actually also be great for the podcast too. Like, if podcaster Kevin O'Brien <laughs> cured cancer, like that would be in every article. Everybody would be listening then. What if, like, maybe you know, they're like, "Oh, episode fourteen is the episode where I cure cancer," and that's how we got Seth for episode fifteen. Okay, so happy. Uh, well, I hope that is what's going to happen. Uh, keep working on it, Kevin. So, uh, finding, finding tweets that people did about the Orville this week was a little difficult because a lot of people were talking about the finale and I I didn't want to read any of those. Uh, but I was able to find some good ones. Uh, Wait, can I just say something oh, about yeah, please, the yeah. tweets about the Orville? I tweeted about the Orville last night, obviously. I do quite often. And I put hashtag the Orville on it, and it didn't give the funny little icon. Next yeah, to it. I noticed that as well. Yeah, the the, the Planetary Union uh, logo is no longer uh, one of those custom emojis. I guess they stopped right? paying Twitter for that or something. What is Twitter doing? I know Twitter is. This is going to be the demise of Twitter. And then this. <laughs> what a mess! First you ban some of my. First you ban Milo. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> None of us ever thought Twitter was going to become what it is now. Uh... <sighs> uh, whatever, I'm a whore for the likes. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's see. Uh, Paul Cook at Paul T Maker. Um, he says, "Wine, the Orville, and sign painting. A maker's work is never done." Hashtag Maker's Gonna Make. Hashtag Paul the Maker. Hashtag Yorville. Hashtag Growth Ruler. Hashtag Go to Rich Makers. Hashtag Shop Local. Hashtag Custom Woodwork. Hashtag Boxed Wine. Hashtag FB. Um, and then there's also a picture of Yorville, a bottle of wine, and some kind of a, like a plank of wood that he's working on. Hey, is this guy trying to say that he made the Orville? Because I know that's not true. I think he's painting a sign while he's watching the Orville and drinking wine. I think that he's intentionally misleading people into thinking that he is the maker of the Orville. Oh, geez. If that's the case, then I feel bad for retweeting that tweet just now. What's <laughs> <laughs> his name? Uh, Paul Cook at Paul T. Maker. Okay, so wow, he's, he's cook. He's cook <laughs> and he's maker. Hmm. Just more proof that Twitter has really gone off the rails lately. That this is not what 280 character tweets were made for, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> and trust me, guys, you can buy some pretty good wood online uh, for a pretty cheap price. You don't have to shop local for your wood. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, another another Paul had something to say about the Orville. Uh, Paul at Biza dude uh, says hashtag the Orville. That's an hour of my life I'll never get back. Uh, fuck you, Paul. And also, you never get any hour of your life back at any time. Like e- every moment is. Idiot. You know. <laughs> That's not exclusive to the Orville, right? <laughs> oh my god like paul just figured out how time works and he's pissed off at the orville about it like you could watch back to the future and not get that time back like i mean maybe he's like a time traveler and he has a special power he can travel back in time and then he watched the orville and then he can't turn back time for this one because i don't know orville's just too sh- powerful of a force yeah it won't too good be, you know it's just it's like you only get this one it's like you gotta go buy a tivo or something yeah <laughs> get a dvr nate ploof at nate underscore ploof says finally finished watching hashtag the orville season one good stuff there's problems for sure and there's some episodes that are uh, straight up no. bad no what the fuck <laughs> but Can when we- it gets it right it gets it really right. The comedy and drama both usually work, and the characters are really likable. Seven out of ten. Have you reported oh, this as abuse yet? Sorry, the characters oh, are both. Please. The, the characters are really likable. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. He, uh, this makes me a little bit worried because, you know, this guy's finished the season, and we haven't finished the season, and he said some episodes are bad, and so far every episode has been amazing. Oh, what if no. the finale's bad? No, 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 no. That's not possible. His last name is Pluth. Okay. <laughs> it's freaking stupid. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Um, I mostly wanted to bring this one up because 
responding to this tweet was MC Deadpool. And he says, what was your favorite episode? But Nate hasn't answered back. But I think that's the real Deadpool. It's got the picture and everything. Like, that's pretty cool. I would love it if Deadpool started watching. <laughs> love if Deadpool became an MC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Could you imagine Deadpool on the Orville? He would fit right in. I would laugh at some Deadpool raps harder than maybe even an Eminem song when I'm laughing at some of Eminem's funny, funny stuff that he does. Yeah. <laughs> but Deadpool's wearing a mask. Do you think it might be Eminem under there? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Whoa, have you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? No. Like it, I know in the movie it's Ryan Reynolds in there, of course, but this is real life. That was the real but Deadpool. The real, the right. real Deadpool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be Eminem. It well, I think be. I think when he starts rapping, we'll get some clues as to whether he's Eminem or not. Okay. Hey, you know what? I think if we ask Deadpool if he's Eminem, he'd say, "I am whatever you say I am." <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Um, and and I think I'll look on YouTube this week and see if there's any Deadpool raps on there. Maybe we can talk about one of those <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see some Deadpool raps. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Last one. Fucking uh, chimichangas. <laughs> here's the last one. Uh, this week, uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, tweeted more than a century after conquering flight, the hashtag Wright Brothers continue to motivate and inspire Americans who never tire of exploration and innovation. This great American spirit can be found in the design of every new supersonic jet and next generation. Um, and so roll for anime at roll for anime replied to that tweet and said, hashtag the Orville. <laughs> I hope Donald is watching. I mean, really did you learn. hear that? Did you hear that tweet that Greg had just read? He, read? He's clearly watching. Uh, oh, that yeah. was a direct reference to the Orville. Mm-hmm. He's talking about supersonic flight, which happens in the Orville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it goes beyond in, supersonic. In a, innovation? Results. Yes. That's the Orville. Flight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That one is, isn't one of the Wright brothers, Orville, right? Yeah, yeah, and Wilbur. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't care about Wilbur. Wilbur. <laughs> well, <laughs> show's not called the Wilbur until the spinoff. Hashtag the Wilbur. Ooh, oh my god! Yeah, who'd be the captain on that one? Have you heard about this? Where did you read about that? <laughs> I think Wilbur would be Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> the same place I read that. Um, the Fox was going with the the HBO model for the Orville, and they're going to be off for eighteen months. We didn't get instead of just we six. We didn't get to the voicemails yet. <laughs> oh, are you playing my voicemail? Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I dipped into my own voicemail. <laughs> I I totally thought I wouldn't get my own thing played. <laughs> Well, we did say we're gonna play all all of the voicemails. Okay. 
Oh, do we have time? <laughs> yeah, we're we're going long. Considering, hey, I got I got nowhere to be. I got a glass of wine here. <laughs> I got nowhere to be except work in five hours. Right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Let's roll this. Okay, roll, so roll we've got a couple of voicemails to play this week. Uh, here we go. Let's just play them. Hi, this message is for Miranda and the gang. My name is Jacob from Grand Island, Nebraska which is, as it turns out, actually pretty small and landlocked, so go figure. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to call because I heard a little rumor that you guys were considering the possibility of not covering the Orville season finale. Um, I really wish you would because, well, this is really personal, but my life is just like a big tunnel these days with darkness setting upon me from all sides, and... um I just really need what you guys have to offer. Uh, to be a bit more specific about my problems, my my wife, and it's not a big deal, but she's getting really into martial arts lately, which is cool, but uh, recently she crossed a certain threshold where she is now able to quite easily kick my ass. I mean, like, really just beat me into submission. It's It's miserable. I still love her, but... Damned if she won't stop lording it over me, you know, in front of the kids and everything. I mean, how am I supposed to get my son, Matthew the Third, to respect me when his mother is humiliating me physically on a daily basis? Um, sometimes she'll wait behind the bedroom door, and when I walk in, she'll put me in a chokehold and whisper in my ear that she could snap my neck like a toothpick if she chose to do so, which is, you know, pretty rude. Uh, I mean, she's fine though. It's it's a loving marriage. We're just going through a bit of a, a bit of a weird patch with my newly very strong wife. Uh, I love her to death, and I think she still loves me. But I I just hope she has that classic, you know, the Peter Parker with great powers comes great responsibilities uh, revelation soon. Because right now that woman is all power and zero responsibility. Uh, if you know what I mean. Anyway, I love the podcast, I love the Orville, I love you guys, and I, I would be absolutely crestfallen if I knew that after I watched the finale, I can't check in with my four closest friends to see what they thought about it, and who knows, maybe have a few laughs along the way. Uh, so yeah, sorry it's a pretty long message, but I, I had a lot on my mind. Uh, that's it, though. Um, I love you guys, keep on rocking in the free world, happy Alex Arbor Day, uh, bye. Uh, I love you. Love no, I love I love you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey man, you've got an Alara. Right, exactly. He sounds like a real Josh to me. Like he's too intimidated by his strong wife. And and one thing you can do, which I take every lady that I have plans on taking to the boom boom room, (laughs) and I and what I do is I say. I say, watch an episode of the Orville with me. See a couple women get punched in the face. <laughs> Understand, it's possible to happen back, you know. So, you know, <laughs> just kind of put like, you know, let her know that you know you could possibly be strong too, and that even if she is like an Alara and tough and really strong, you know, there'll be somebody out there too who can maybe punch her or I forget who. <laughs> maybe she's actually kind of invincible in the show. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't have any advice. I think that you should stop being a coward, I guess is my <laughs> advice. But um, I just want to say I really appreciate that we're your four best friends. It really means a lot to me, uh, Greggy, Kevin, and Eric that we're your four <laughs> best friends. Um, mm-hmm. 
and um, I will not be there for you with this problem, but it's good to know that we can count on you to put some money towards Eric's new TV. Thank you for the 600 bones. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do feel like I don't know if a best friend would necessarily ask their best friends to watch, you know, a show that they're clearly so clearly not ready to watch yet when it's going to be so hard for them. That's true. Um, so maybe you're not a great friend to us, but I'm glad we've been able to be such good friends to you. Yeah. yeah I'm- and I'm really sorry if, which I'm sure this is going to happen because you sound like you can't even handle life. Um, like your wife probably controls like all the bank stuff too. Um, when she sees the $600 missing, she's going to kick the fucking shit out of you. And, and, you, and I'm sorry for that. But, you know, I mean, the best you can do is maybe try to show her this podcast and maybe she can understand and sympathize with Eric and know that it's going to a good place. But probably just for because you didn't you know, speak to her beforehand, you're going to you know, catch an ass whooping. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's an honor like to be your friend and to take a TV or the money for a TV from you and not have to give anything back. <laughs> and I, I think that's great. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. I love you. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jacob. Casey. <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, there's no telling. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, uh, let's see. One more. Hi, Gabe. It's Michael. Calling from Michael Sex Dolls. Uh, this is an update on the custom order you placed. Uh, there's been a change. An opportunity, really. Um... Uh, we can we can be making money hand over fist, and I mean fist. Unfortunately, I was unable to build the Kelly sex doll that you d- desperately wanted. Every time I attempted, I became physically sick and extremely ashamed. So we pivoted and made a prototype punching bag based on your ugly designs. It's extremely punchable. Give us a call and we can work out what percent goes to you. My number is plus four. F- Tell Miranda and the crew that I love them. Uh, bye. <laughs> we love you too, Michael. Yeah, we love you, Michael. Oh, we love you, Mike. <laughs> Gabe, love you. Gabe, 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 Gabe. I can't believe, first of all... Uh, well, Stop I giving can... out our number for your personal business, <laughs> right, first of exactly. all. That's the number one biggest thing. Like, Why did you give... <laughs> Michael, our number for for ordering something online. But how long did you think this was gonna last? You coming on our show? You you had to know we're gonna kick you off. Like you are not coming back. <laughs> now I wish I could say I can't believe that you tried to make a Kelly sex doll, but um, that that definitely fits your uh, personality from what I've seen. You know I'm um. I'm really sorry to Michael for the $600 that um, is coming out of basically funds from your, your shop um, or your personal account. I don't know how you have your phone tied, um, but um, um, I can't wait to hit that bag, basically. So um, send it over. It's going to a good place, a good home. <laughs> Yeah, it would be pretty amazing to have your own, you know, Kelly in your home that you could just punch whenever you got too mad from watching the show. Yeah, that is a good idea. Michael's really smart. 
Yeah, I want to get Jonathan's wife. Maybe, Jonathan, this is your solution. <laughs> uh, get this Kelly punching bag in your house and have your wife, your wife will see it and just be like, I'm not, I don't care about you anymore. You're good. And she'll take all the ring around on Kelly. There we go. We've solved it. Works every time. Wow. <laughs> Kevin, I think you just saved a marriage promise. today. That's amazing. <laughs> I saved a marriage. My fee right now is $1,200. <laughs> yeah, so just call back in again, Jonathan. Should we play Eric's voicemail? Or? Yeah, it was a good voicemail. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's going to help get a TV. Okay. Uh, here's our last voicemail this week. Iteration 2, 2, 1, 4. Hey, Miranda and the crew, it's Eric. You guys know my number by now. I'll keep this brief. It's gotten really hard to get on your show these days, so I'm stuffing the voicemail box with this same message one million times. Try and get on the show for the season finale. I hope that's okay. So I heard those rumors that Fox is going with the HBO model of 18 months between seasons. So it's going to be a long time before the official Orville fans have something else to listen to. I, I don't know. Maybe you guys could talk about some... Orville speculative fan fiction, like season recap, obviously. Maybe uh, you could start a rewatch. I would definitely listen to an Orville Minute podcast where you dissect the Orville Minute by Minute every week. I mean, I definitely donate to an Orville Minute Patreon or any official Orville-related Patreon you could come up with. Anyway, uh, great episode this week. Kevin and Greggy, so funny. Really good numbers. Uh, I love that thing you guys said about Scott Grimes. I mean, that thing Miranda said about Kelly a bit ago was so funny, I almost spit coffee out of my nose. <laughs> um, as you guys know, I've had a hard several months with my Golden Ori nomination and ultimate loss, dropping my TV into a big, dirty lake. Your podcast has really helped me get through a tough time. And I know I speak for all of the fans of this podcast. I feel like you guys are my only friends, so thank you. I've got some good news. My wife has entered me into a lottery for people who've had flat-screen-related misfortunes. So with luck, we should be getting my TV dredged up out of the lake in the new year. So anyway, I'll keep it brief. But as soon as I get my TV back, I'm probably going to watch all of the Orville episodes at once so I can finally put an image to everything funny you guys have been saying for so long. Uh, I think I'm going to watch them all in a row like I'm binging them. You know, like you do with food you binge on, except not with food, only with the Orville TV show. So I'm excited to hear you guys next season. And uh, Alex Arbor Day, screw the zoo, hashtag get Erica TV. And I love you. Iteration. Four, eight, eight. Secret message. <clears throat> uh, love you too, uh, Eric. Love you too, love Eric. You, Eric. Thank you for the voicemail. Um, Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I don't really appreciate you sort of like presenting certain ideas as though you were just coming up with them. Wait, that wait, wait, wait. Something I had heard before. No, this is actually good because every week we give people a hard time for not listening to the episode beforehand. Um, but Eric clearly <laughs> did before he put it in this voicemail. Yeah, that's true. He was yeah. I was talking about a true thing that happened, you know, <laughs> and I knew about it. Yeah. So that was maybe the best voicemail yet because, you know, he listened to the episode. He said he loves you, us. Um, I believe he, he uh, 
mention Miranda first. Thing. Oh yeah, I did complimenting. Uh huh. It was great. It was yeah. really nice. It was good. Um, I left it a million times. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really appreciated that. Yeah, well, that's good because that's how you got on the show. You know, the, the more the more you leave, the better chance you have to get on the show. So, and it was a it close was worth one. it. This has been my dream. <laughs> it was a close one. Yeah, we we only did three voicemails this week because uh, we didn't talk about an episode. And then, you know, I, I just happened to pick yours out of the million plus that we received. Usually it's only hundreds, so I was really surprised to see millions in there this week. Uh, but it makes sense now that I know. I, I'm so lucky. <laughs> well, I hope you're as lucky with your, with your lottery. Yeah, I, I, I'm just hoping these $600 keep coming in. <laughs> Like, and so I, I can tell my wife, like, maybe I don't have to stay in this thing, you know, like, and we, we can just get a TV the regular way by uh, a bunch of donations. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you, know like, you spoke well, earlier, you spoke earlier about, you know, you, you'd be so willing to donate to a Patreon of any kinds. And, and I'm starting to wonder, you know, like, do you like. Can you afford a TV of your own, or is it simply like you, you know you need you want the one that's in the lake, or you want one from us? Um, um, yeah, and that's totally a valid question. The thing is, like, oh, I'm getting poor network connection. Sorry about that. Um, like I, I like I can afford a Patreon at like three or five dollars a month, but you know, by the time I get caught up enough to buy a TV, like the Orville's going to be in season seven at that rate mm. and mm. like not uh, like I'm happy to binge watch the show, which is like, I, I basically like watch them all at one time. Like you would with eating, like oh. eat all the food at one time. Yeah. Oh, it's like almost like a lady in the tramp situation. Kind of like a sausage kind of thing where you put it all in the one thing and you eat it all at once. Right. Yeah. yeah, sausage. Yeah, it's like that. I I could slowly pay off a TV, and if you know, if someone would lease me a TV for three to five dollars a month, uh, I I'm I'm open to that. Lease a TV? What is this? The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. Uh, So that leaves only one segment left on the show. Wow. Oh, no. (laughs) It's time for the Golden Ori. Now, looking over my notes, um, it seems we have three nominees for the Golden Ori this week. Uh, First of all... um, Fat Domino? (laughs) No, Fat Domino didn't make the cut this week. Oh wow! Um, first of all, his music wasn't really that influential this week. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, I guess the other time he had more of an. <laughs> no, you got to go, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jimi Hendrix also not on this week. We've got uh, oh, in- Brian. Brian from Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> No, first we've got Miranda for saving. Oh my god! <laughs> for saving Tim, Kevin, and Greggy from the car crash. 
Um, that yeah, is our first nominee. Thank, thank you, and you're welcome. Um, our second nominee is uh, Eric Donaldson. Eric, our, our guest, um, for Eric. leaving the perfect voicemail. Oh my god! I don't wow. believe this. Congratulations, and really, Eric, I just want you to know that it that it that it is an honor just to be nominated, and you should feel really good about this, even though you won't win the actual Golden Ori. I was thinking all those things, and yeah. Thank you so much, Greggy. Um, third is Kevin for, you know, g- coming back after he was disconnected earlier and also uh, <laughs> for saving that guy's marriage. Oh, uh, yeah, that was good. If, if we're getting if we're getting nominations just for doing the show and not quitting <laughs> in the middle of it. There's something to be said for perseverance and dedication. You know, it's an uphill battle, which... I guess it's good, but so let's say it's more of a downhill battle and, and, you know, but I'm willing to fight that fight. I'm willing to roll down that hill and, uh, you know, do the Orville podcast and because it's something I take serious, you know, and I'm brave enough to fight against net neutrality and do, do and fight through it, boost my signal. I got aluminum surrounding my computer right now and it's, uh, you know, and that's how you're going to beat the major corporations. It's just, Lots of aluminum. So, um, hashtag buy aluminum because <laughs> uh, the aluminum bump when they hear this is going to happen. And uh, <laughs> and I hope we get the golden ori. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay. So now, wait, who won last week, by the way? Um, wasn't Tim. Uh, I don't feel like uh, it seems like a weird thing to dwell on, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, looking at... Okay, here we go. Let me open up this envelope. The winner of the Golden Ori this week is... Wait, what the hell? Thank you. No, it's Thank actually you. at Chicky Sandwich on Twitter. What? Uh, chicken, what? yes. <laughs> he actually won. Oh, okay. Because he uh gave us fan? an amazing award. This week, we got the Best Podcast of 2017 award. Um, I, I've been hinting on yeah, Twitter that I wanted yeah. to get an award like that, like for weeks, and finally somebody's come through. Chicky, wow, this this is amazing. We we love you. We thank you so much. Um, and and the the actual award itself is so beautiful. Like I'm gonna get it this really thing is. printed, if you could framed see it here. Oh my god, Eric, from one fan to another. It's Eric, would you like? You like to, we normally don't do speeches, but Eric, would you like to give a speech on Chicky's behalf? <laughs> I I would love to. This is so well earned, and I just I want to thank you for this award and you know the new Twitter header and everything. Like yes. it's you really rocked it, man. And like you're you're Tim's favorite fan now, <laughs> and I just Chicky saying this. He's speaking in third person. I uh, I I I think it was Tim. Um, you're doing the speech as Chicky right now. He's as all our favorite fan. We all tweeted. We all said that he's our favorite fan. Oh, it, it, then I mean, and it has to be true. Um, you're just so good, Chicky, and it's an honor. Here, it, I want you to or... start over in the character Chicky. You are Chicky, and go. Oh, um, it's an honor to be nominated uh, for this award. Ever since I made 
Uh, I love you, Ziggy. Oh, thank you, guys. I love you. I I think you're the best. And I deserve this, because I... (laughs) Because uh, I, I did so good at being a fan. Another person uh, the week before was uh, mentioned by Tim as being uh, his favorite fan. Do you have anything to say about that guy, Chicky? I don't know. I, I don't want to, like, split hairs or, you know, I, I think that guy's Chicky. fine. That's why you're so good, Chicky. Yeah. Like, That's why you know, let, let's let bygones be bygones. And... You know, because that guy's bygone from a bygone <laughs> era, and it's the era of Chicky Sandwich. And, you know, long live Chicky Sandwich. May he reign forever. Yeah, he is. And, and I like to binge like you eat with food on Chicky Sandwiches. Yeah. Hello. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and and I just want to say, Chicky, it's so good. I'm so happy to have you on the show. It's a dream come true. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so that's our episode for this week. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Eric, for being on. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Miranda. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, thank, thank you so much. Well, Greggy, thank you. It's been an honor. Mm-hmm. Eric out. Chicky Sandwich out. <laughs> Eric, thanks. Thanks for doing the show, Eric. And Eric, thank you. We love you. And Final numbers. And we are at eighteen hundred dollars from the three voicemails. Um, yeah, ten percent of that. Ten percent of that going to Eric. That's one hundred eighty dollars for your TV. Um, yeah. We will need the six hundred from you, though. Stop the voicemail. Well, and don't forget the match. The five dollar match. So that's one hundred eighty five dollars, and you guys definitely will have six hundred coming to you because uh, you know it's only fair. Um, <laughs> Great, and then we'll we'll send as soon as we get that we'll send that one hundred eighty five right back to you. I'm so pumped. I have this TV. I want to say we're not stopping until you get this state of the art TV. It's yeah. going to be the best. So it's going to have yeah. such such 3D in it. Yeah, and as soon as we get up to our goal number, we will give you that money. But we need we need your money first, and we we're going to need some money from some other people first, and yeah, then eventually, absolutely. you know, right right back to you. Yeah, I'm PayPaling that now <laughs> with Venmo. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, like I said, thanks for listening. Um, also, the golden ori for Chicky was fake. It actually goes to Miranda at the end. <laughs> yes.